back to Catching Up David. Tonight is episode 72, The Duff. Hello, Hallie. Greetings, David. Hello, Kristen. Hey there. That was weird. <laughs> and not thematically appropriate to the movie I didn't at like all. Um, actually, it is because Wesley says, why don't you go over and say, hey there. Not in a Western drawl. That just happened. Yeah. I can't explain <laughs> it. Would you like another chance? No. Okay. Hello, listeners. The Duff is a 2015 American high school teen comedy film. It was directed by Ari Sandel with a screenplay by Josh Kagan, Kagan, Kagan based on the novel The Duff by Cody Keplinger, 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 mm-hmm. based on the novel The Duff by Cody Keplinger, which she wrote when she was only 17, which good for her. It's good for her. Yeah, I would love to have written a book when I was 17. Yeah, I wrote four at 17. Productive year. Much older this came out in 2015. Yes. That's sickening. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. I'm getting up there. I don't like that. Yeah. I was a wee college kid. Just a wee baby. <laughs> uh, the Duff stars Mae Whitman. Who's also the voice of Katara yeah. from Atla. And X number four? Yeah. In Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim. How about you remember that? that? No. All right. I didn't. Proceed. There we go. And we hadn't seen Atla at the time of Scott Pilgrim. That's true. But we have Super episodes on both of those things. So check them out. Um, also starring Robbie Amell. Bella Thorne. That's not how you say Robbie's name. Robbie Amell. Amell. Bella Thorne, Nick Eversman, Skylar Samuels, Bianca Santos, Allison Janney, and Ken Jeong. I knew the last two of those people. I don't remember where I know Allison Janney from, but she feels like she's always Juno! somebody's mom. Yeah, she's always somebody's mom, right? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Nearly always. She was in I, Tanya, if you saw I, Tanya. No. Oh. She's, she was definitely in something else. She's I've in seen. a show called Mom. When you were saying she's always someone's mom. Yeah. Is she a mom in the show called Mom? Yeah, okay. Spoiler alert. Great. Maybe she's to Anna Ferris. Yeah. Um, the Duff was a box office success, earning $43 million off of his $8.5 million budget. Critics were mixed, though mostly positive, about the film, with some praising Whitman's performance and Kagan's screenplay, and others basically hating it altogether. It was a real mixed bag reading through the, uh, the criticism on this one. In case it's been a while since you've seen it. The Duff is about Bianca, a high school student who's into horror movies, journalism, and one guitar-playing dude named Toby. She's also best friends with Jess and Casey, who are much more popular than she is. At a party one night, her neighbor, football captain stud Wes, calls her a Duff. A D-U-F-F, the designated ugly fat friend for Jess and Casey, who exist solely so the two of them can look better by comparison. He tells her that her job is being approachable so that others can find out more information about the girls they're actually interested in. Bianca, understandably upset, throws a drink on him and leaves the party. Though after some reflection, she realizes that he is right, so he break- so she breaks off her friendship with Jess and Casey and decides to enlist Wes's help to learn how to become more dateable herself. Will she finally get the boy she's after, or will somebody else start to catch her eye? A special big rock! a future reality television star, and a secret video that threatens to ruin Bianca's life, it's The Duff. The Duff! The Duff. This was Kristen's pick, by the way. Yeah! It was great! Yeah. 
It was, it was a movie that we watched. Has your number changed, Hallie? On the list of movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't know anything about this movie except for Kristen really enjoying it and that she was sure I was going to hate it. And given that I've seen a number of teen movies that Kristen enjoys so far, I was pretty sure that I was going to hate it too. <laughs> so I went in expecting like a four or so. A four was the number I gave it having looked at just the DVD menu. And by the time it was over, I was down to about a three. It, number didn't go up. Um, but it could have been worse. It wasn't like hangover level bad. No. But Kristen was right. It was not my jam. I'm always right. Yeah. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't have fun with teen movies. You don't have fun with teen movies. You don't have fun with romances. And there is probably a, another third thing that describes this movie and also a thing <laughs> David does not have fun with. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's possible that because like even as a teenager, I was still about 35 years old <laughs> <laughs> <That's also true. laughs> as, a, as a human being. So... Like, my teen experiences are nothing like those in teen movies, so there's not much for me to relate to. Mine aren't either. Weren't either. I'm no longer a teen. But it's nice because I remember watching, like, the Vampire Diaries, like, the first four episodes when it came out. I think I was in high school then. And it was one of those things where they were showing, like, the teens at the party in the woods who are, you know, they snuck out from their house and didn't tell their parents and it's past curfew and there's alcohol and there's like hooking up and all these other things and like my teen experience was that i would go to my friend's house after school we would watch criminal minds we would eat mozzarella (laughs) sticks and we would play catchphrase like they are not the same so i did appreciate or i do appreciate in teen movies uh when they show teens having more like normal things that they and do. like they did technically go to a party but bianca was even like on a wednesday really on a school night mm-hmm. um so i appreciate that great well before we jump into talking about it some I do want to get to the personality quiz, which I almost totally forgot about because we didn't have one last time for Atlas Season 2. So, whoever pulls it up first gets to go first. Time's up. Crystal. I suspect that we all got the same answer based on everyone's reactions, but I am upset because I got Wesley. (laughs) Wesley. (laughs) I really wanted to get Bianca, but it says, you are Wesley. You are the friendly jock, and you don't mind it when people ask you to do favors. I don't think that's quite (laughs) true. That doesn't seem... That is not how I would describe Wesley or myself. Um, No. People ask me to do favors, and I just shout at them. Hallie. Who did you get, Hallie? You are Madison. (laughs) You are very persistent and you never give up. You are very social and you are probably the most popular girl slash boy in your school. But sometimes if you don't get something you want, you can get a bit angry. Remember to be grateful for what you already have. You've got so many sentences. I know, right? <laughs> so many. I so am the leading man, and I got two sentences, and one of them was not true to his character. <laughs> for once, the woman got more. You should be happy. I'm happy because I'm grateful for what I already have. 
which apparently is Madison. Madison. Fine. I don't. Fine. That's yeah. fine. Madison. Is it fine? It seems like maybe it's not fine. I don't know. Madison was like kind of a boring girl to me because. She knocked that girl's books out of her hands. Like, ooh, good one. Like, like, <laughs> Got him. <laughs> right? I don't know. Like, she didn't do anything else except for mean things. At least Regina George, while not actually doing a single nice thing, did a lot of creative mean things. And Madison just kind of, like, walks around and pouts and is mean all of the time. And it's just like, oh, boring. Madison's hench girl is actually much meaner. She's the one filming everything. Okay, that's true. Yeah, she's the real uh, villain of the movie. Yeah. It's also funny how like Madison was never at those places. It was always Caitlin for some reason. Every time. Every time. Hmm. Caitlin has an active social life. Yeah. Good for her. Good for Caitlin. Good for Caitlin. Did you get Caitlin? I got Madison too. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't know. I don't feel like I almost Madison. chose her quote. The like, what you don't realize is that you're going to remember high school for the rest of your lives. It's the most important time. Most people are losers. I'm not quoting that correctly, but that's no. an approximation of what she said. Mm. And I appreciated just the straight up high school is the most important time of your life because it's very. She has some funny, funny lines. And not true. I like when they're at the dance and. She was talking about the story with her grandma. Because <laughs> you don't expect it to be her grandma. I don't remember what she says, but she says something like... And then they, they were fighting. And she's like... And so I said, blah, blah, blah. And she said, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, God, my grandma can be such a beast sometimes. <laughs> and you're like, oh, Madison. I thought it was... I remember that now. Amusing. I do remember that now. I laughed at it. I didn't know what you were talking about, but I got it. I chortled lightly while okay. watching in hopes that you guys would be like, yeah, that was funny. <laughs> and you both oh. just stared at the screen. Yeah, we did do that. Yeah. I also, I don't get Madison's preoccupation with Wes. Like, when Regina decides to get She's back. pretty famous. She needs <laughs> With Aaron Samuels. Down. Like, that's also targeted to Katie because Katie likes him. But, like. She's so annoyed with him all of the time and then gets back together with him and then is annoyed and doesn't feel like there's any genuine connection that's keeping them in that kind of a thing. And I know that it's a shallow thing and she just wants the hunky football player, but it also felt like that wasn't enough to justify the way that she acted. I feel like it could be that and it's like she said, um, like... The idea of him dating you after me is oh, okay. like, I no. forgot she said that. And I couldn't imagine her having some sort of complex about that. I forgot about that line. Yeah. No. I remember. I've seen this movie multiple times. I'm mm. sure you have. Yeah. So, Kristen. Yeah. What is it that you like about this movie? And what makes it fun? Because I know you're going <laughs> to say that it's fun. <laughs> Explain fun to me <laughs> as I, somebody who did not have fun. I enjoy a fun little rom-com. I know I just said fun in that description, and you're like, yes, elaborate. Um, I don't know. I just like a cute little rom-com. It's not quite enemies to lovers trope, but it's like adjacent to it. And the neighbor kids getting together. Neighbor kids. Neighbor kids but like, cute. They have a good banter. Yeah. And then they get together. Love a... Uh, 
gradually realizing you like the person rather than like, because you know, he, I wouldn't say he's trying to get back together with Madison by any means. He's just kind of like floating through high school, doing he whatever he wants. Want to be with and Madison. she wants to get with Toby Tucker. And I don't know. I think a lot of it too was that I saw a lot of myself in Bianca. As I mentioned to both of you guys, the guys I liked in high school were definitely Toby Tucker-ish. And I liked just her mannerisms and her awkwardness. And I know that they said that she dressed like Wreck-It Ralph, but I liked a lot of her t-shirts and jeans and shoes. And she looked dope. And I don't know. There was something about this movie that just really pleased me. I told you also how I saw it with my friend. And she was like, yeah, it was fine. <laughs> but like, I think a different one of my friends also really liked this. And my sister really liked this. So it's not just me. And... They also do the classic, like, transformation thing, but nothing really changes. She stays true to herself and her style and what. She even has the moment where she puts on the dress, and she's like, I thought it was going to be a big deal, but in the end, it was just me. Me in a dress. Oh, that's that line. And then when she wears the dress to homecoming, that feels very her. But it's no, like... She doesn't have to completely change who she is because obviously that's like always the moral of these things, but I don't know. I just liked <laughs> it. It pleased my little like hopeless romantic heart and I want good things for this movie. And so I didn't expect you guys to like it, but I'm also upset that its highest score is a four. what it is though <laughs> it's not it's higher what would you what would you give it probably like a nine i really liked it though it's a fun movie <laughs> i like the lines too um as i mentioned when she comes downstairs and her mom's like you look crazy and she says crazy amazing i think that at least once a week just out of context and this movie's been out seven years <laughs> I think about that one line frequently. Um, I don't know. Maybe it's also because everyone, you look at your friends and you like are like, you're a radiant moonbeam and you're fabulous and I love you. And then you look at yourself and especially on a bad day, you're like, I am a troll and a gremlin and I should be in the swamp where I belong. And so it seems very easy to be like, I'm the duff of my friends and like very self-insert at mm -hmm. times. Um, so maybe it just, you know, relates to the human spirit, especially in high school, yes. even though I was in college when this came out, but that's fine. Still relatable. Also, the soundtrack is a banger. It has the vamps. It has Tegan and Sarah. It has Fallout Boy. Got that boom clap song that was everywhere when this movie came out. I don't remember the boom no, wait. clap song. It's not boom clap, but I think it's 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 it's, it's a similar vibe. They're at the party. Is that the one I said I liked? No, that's okay. the song by the Vamps. Okay. The which Vamps also song. has a feature or has a version that features Demi Lovato, which is I think what was playing. Oh. Yeah. Great. I enjoy the duff, and I know that that was none of those points were eloquently stated, but that's because I'm me, and most of my points aren't eloquently stated, and you should expect that by now. You should just expect disappointment. Yes. So, do you feel so you 
Do you recognize yourself as a duff sometimes? I don't have enough friends to be the duff. I mean, I'm the duff of this podcast. (laughs) But... It's just very easy, because, like, I have one friend who has, like, dated multiple people, and she's fabulous, and many people want to date her, as they should, because she's a joy. And then I have another friend who's, like, had successful relationships, and, like, she's married now, and she's always, like, very smart, and so it's one of those things where it's easy to look at those and be like, well... I am just a toad of a human. <laughs> no disrespect to toads. Uh, so I wouldn't say I just like sit around being like, I am a dog. But, you know, bad days. Bad they days. happen. Yeah. Can creep in. Yeah. And I thought of something else to say while you were asking me the question, but I was like, I'll answer the question, then I'll make my <laughs> point. But it's gone now, so mm-hmm. it might come back. Great. So could you see yourself in that montage at the end where everyone's like, I'm the duff. I'm the duff. No, because that seems very corny. <laughs> the ending the ending does get a little bit corny. I like, don't like that. Because you already expect a certain amount of corniness from teen right. movies and from rom-coms. And I can lean into corniness, but I don't like when things turn preachy and i know it wasn't really preachy but it's sort of like like it wanted to be it was trying to be like we all have our differences but that still makes us unique and great and everyone has their insecurities and i'm like we can like scale it back like it's fine guys it also felt like dialing it in in the conclusion of an english paper like i don't know what my conclusion is so you know what yeah everybody's gonna gonna we're gonna retake the term duff and make it empowering with all these people being like yeah i'm a duff and i was like oh, the, the, the rest of the movie doesn't really back that up you haven't you haven't earned that the other thing i should maybe see is that you know the movie starts with her having to write the homecoming piece yeah and it ends with her writing the homecoming mm-hmm. piece but it sort of loops back to the beginning but maybe they thought they needed more follow-through like ah a reaction to bianca or maybe in the books there was like an epilogue that was akin to yeah, the movie ending. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I haven't read the book. Hmm. It it got a little a bit much. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of its downsides. Very few though. Yeah, it does. It does get a little moralizing at the end. With um, I don't know. She, she Bianca has a whole speech about like. There's someone, there's always going to be somebody prettier than you, or like, you're always going to be someone's duff, so live without labels, or whatever it is. Which also feels weird as a, like, retort to a person who said a thing. I don't know. It it seems like she could have left it as, like, whew, you used to make me so angry sometimes, but now you don't. If you post that video, glad, you know, it makes you happy, but that's not my thing. And she could have, like, ended it there Mm -hmm. and walked away, but they already had the preachy moment of, here is the moral Here's what Bianca learned through all of this. And then they just did it more. Yeah. I I liked I liked that she said, I'm happy for you because you care about this stuff. So go ahead if this makes you feel better. I don't because yeah. that feels like such a power play. Mm-hmm. That felt like teaching the lesson or whatever and one-upping the, the, the bully. But yeah. 
then it, it, ca- it kept going and I was like, Madison would never let you talk this long without interrupting you. Right. Like, I know that technically you're supposed to be stonewalling her with you standing up to her right now, but it's also, I don't know, would have been way better if she had just Madison said, would have, like, tripped her or something. Something. <laughs> just knocked just her over. <laughs> something, something like that. And I feel like you care about this stuff, but I don't would have been a more effective statement of memorial than we shouldn't care about labels because right. to some extent we're always going to care about labels because yes. being a human being is hard and having anxiety which we all do to some extent is hard but saying like you care about this thing and i don't prioritizes how you choose to react to things and what you should find important and what you should prioritize. And I just yeah. think that's so much more effective than we don't care about labels, be yourself. Because like You can be yourself that. and still care about labels because I'm not saying we should. I but mean, like, I it's mean, life, it's society. Right, it's life. Like you it's 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 hard. It's hard, and it It didn't do a good job of saying it's hard. Yeah, agreed. Um, So let's talk about let's talk about the movie a little bit. Why did you guys hate it? (laughs) (laughs) That's not a rhetorical question. I I need an itemized list. (laughs) It felt like I know, like this is not great to just be like. This felt like a thing I've seen a few times before now mm-hmm. for this podcast, for instance. <laughs> <laughs> and, but like, it didn't feel like it was doing anything new, and that that kind of bothered me. I don't know, like. I see that. And and of the new things that it didn't do, it was all again like teen movie and romance movie stuff, which is not. Neither of those are your jam. Neither of those are my jam. Yeah. So that was that was like the big thing for me is it it just felt like it was kind of one trope after another. And I don't know. I like I like things that are a little weirder, kind of go and like surprise me. Yeah. There there were scenes that I liked. Let's. I I want to make sure that there's like. I don't want to just rip on the duff the whole time. There were things that I liked. I liked the scene where Bianca and Wes go to the big special rock. And the thinking like, rock. The think, think rock. The think rock. Think rock. Yeah. Um, I liked that scene. I liked the... Like, they have their their little kiss there. It all felt like kind of improvised, too. Like, that scene especially. There were a few moments where, especially with... May Whitman where it felt like there was kind of a script but they were Floating working around, around it, it. Yeah. and like I like the acting of that scene a mm. lot um, they're gonna do a kiss again and she licks his face pretty funny I pretty always enjoy funny, it but also like it's so gross <laughs> yeah I didn't like it it was such a big lick it's like oh that's so much that's so yeah. much it's so much so I like I like that I liked um oh I liked the I mean even though it was kind of tropey I liked the scene with Toby I kind of like 
Toby, and then he was <laughs> the worst. But like the whole scene at his house was so awkward, and he pretends that he made sushi for some reason. Like that didn't make any sense. Right, he like, could just been like, "I got a sushi," <laughs> right. and I would have been like, "That's so much money. How did you?" Or he that's such a special thing. Pick something. That seems more feasible to have learned and right. made a bunch of ahead spaghetti. of this. Like, yeah. It doesn't... You do you, Toby. But, like, I like that, like, nobody even mentions the fact that he's got four play settings out because he expected Justin Casey to be there, even though he didn't invite Justin Casey. And it was pretty <laughs> clearly a date. <laughs> he, he was, was too, like, at no point was this applied to be a group activity. Right, like, he was like, I, th- I thought you were asking me because I thought that they were interested. Well, and I'm well, like... This is literally moments after she was like, got a second for a fan because yeah. he saw the video where she clearly was like, oh, Toby. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, yeah. Toby, Toby. None of, none of it really made sense, but I liked it anyways because, I don't know, I like I like Toby. His song sucks. <laughs> so does he. I already thought whatever. of a, good, a better ending what for is- his song. He's trying to have it um, rhyme with you because he's like, I just wanted to be the two of us or something. Yep. And I'm like, you idiot. All you have to do is say, I just want it to be me and you. Come on. Keep up. Like the first time I saw this movie, I was like, Toby, you're so dumb. Imbecile. <laughs> and every time I watch it since. I think... I should have expected it, but I think when I saw it, I didn't expect uh, Toby to be duffing her. I thought maybe she would just do the classic, like, oh, no, I realize I like Wes. Or just, like, the sparks aren't there, even if he's not a bad guy. And so when he did, I was like, I should have seen this coming. Men are trash. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, I was like... Okay, so he's going to be interested in her friends, right? And she's going to like learn a lesson. And I'm like, Wes is going to be the one she's going to run all the time. But then she spoke to him and he was like, yeah, let's hang out Friday. And I was like, oh, no, he can't be because she asked him on a date. And he's like, cool. And he has made no mention of Jess and, of Jess and Casey. And then he did that. And I was like, what does this movie want from me? Like, I was like, writers. I mean, I know we're making fun of Toby here, but I was like, there could have been many more ways this was more believable and made Toby more of a dick instead of just stupid and confusing. <laughs> One thing I will say that I noticed, I feel like the last time I watched this, not now, is that she does go to walk away, sees her friends standing there, doesn't want to face them, turns back around to Toby. So, so I could see how Toby could interpret that as like she walks away. He doesn't know that she's not talking to Jess and Casey. Yeah could see them all standing there and then turns around. He still should have known but that he, like, just have, in case he were not interested. We have that moment and then the words that she says and then everything else. And then everything else. So the video. I, yeah. I will cut yeah. Toby like the tiniest bit of slack just because of that one little thing. But even then, I don't... Like, he turned back to his locker. I don't think he saw. But maybe there was a moment where he like looked over her shoulder or something else. But still, everything else added up to him knowing that this should be a date everything with added up Bianca. So well that the movie tricked me into thinking it wouldn't pull the twist it wanted to pull. <laughs> Maybe that's just like 40 chess. I don't know. Maybe that's just next level plot twisting. I'm intrigued 
by the fact that he threw out the sushi bag in the outside garbage. Instead which of also, the I don't have an outside garbage right outside my front door. But like, he threw it. Maybe his logic there was like, if they're inside, they might see, if they have to throw something away, like in the yeah. kitchen, they might see the bag. So I'll throw it away out here. But what if, as Bianca left from her car, she had to throw something away? But like, Toby, you should have just put the bag in your room until she yeah. left. I know there this is like things. a minor thing, but every <laughs> time I see it, I'm like, interesting spot Toby. to throw away the bag, Toby. Literally everything you. that happened that night. <laughs> oh, Toby. Yeah. The writers were also just like, oh, we have to make her find the bag. So that we can prove that Toby's a dick because he ordered sushi instead of making it by hand. <laughs> Would not trust a high schooler to make sushi by hand. Oh, absolutely not. If I showed up for a date and he was like, I made sushi, I'd be like, we're going to Dave and Buster's. I <laughs> went to a New Year's party uh, before Rona and someone brought shrimp and I did not eat shrimp. So like it was fine. But as a person who used to eat shrimp and also just as a person who has seen cooked shrimp before, <laughs> yeah. I was like, those do not look right because they were a bluish gray color. And I'm like, I Think those were cooked and my friends were like yeah we're not gonna touch it other people did eat it though and then the person who brought it later on was like you're supposed to cook it i thought it came like pre-cooked in the package oh my <laughs> thankfully no one got <laughs> sick but like that's oh. adult being like oh i didn't prepare this fish properly so everyone just had raw fish so like you think i'm gonna trust like, a high schooler to do that? high schooler named toby who doesn't know he's on a date with one person like no i yeah i also and again as a vegetarian i'm like toby you i did not eat sushi yeah. if you did that for me i'd be like great put it in the fridge i'm not gonna <laughs> you can have it for lunch tomorrow um we're going to dave and buster's yeah which is a fun place. So I'm it is with, a fun place. I'm with Wes on this yeah, one. I, I thought it was a great like, date idea. Like, not for the reasons Wes said, like, but I want to go to Dave and Buster's yeah. because it's fun and casual and I want to play games. There are more, yeah. There's more than just the claw machine and it's fun and That's it bothered true. me that everyone just kept saying the claw machine. There's there's so many things. There's I've only been so there once, more. but there's, I, there's a lot. Yeah, there's a ton. It's fun. Yeah. yeah. How is, how is all of Wes's advice so bad? Because he's just a dopey guy who's used to having the women like fawn over him, and so I don't, I don't know. I don't think it starts out that bad. I don't. One of his first pieces of advice is like, go talk to fifteen random guys and get oh, their okay, phone well, numbers. Stuff. Okay, like, that's don't before. do that. Don't, don't, don't like. It's a bad idea, but also I get it in the sense of like get accustomed talking to people. It's not a great methodology, but like. As a person who also rarely dates like Bianca, I can see the sort of like, it is intimidating to go up to a person. So he's like, all right, just go up and talk to these people. And then it's less intimidating when you do. I had a problem because the, the man that she talked to in the food court didn't look, look her age. No, he right? looks so much older. So that was weird. Yeah, he was like bad. 40. And like a couple um, other people, if you look, obviously they didn't show other people's faces too much, but there were at least like two other people who like just in the background when you can see that she's trying to go up to them. I'm like, you don't. Bianca, you're like 18. Uh, these people look like they are double your age. Not good. So maybe don't. Frozen yogurt rabbit holes in the mouth. I was just, we never followed up.
up with frozen yogaka with the yeah. toppings expert. I kind of expected yeah. him to come back because I did too. that seemed like a cute interaction that they had and like a completely natural, normal one for two young adults to have. And yet he didn't come back. No. I kind of want to see her with Yogurt Boy. He was very the sweet. The Duff 2? The Duff 2. I'd watch that sequel. He was, he was really cute. He was really cute. He was really cute. sweet. They just yeah. had a wholesome little froyo Funny. combination. One time, this is unrelated, but one time I forgot that Froyo already existed as shorthand for frozen <laughs> yogurt. So I was standing in the kitchen with my sisters and I was like, guys, 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 what if instead of saying frozen yogurt, they called it Frogurt? <laughs> <laughs> and they all just looked at me with no response for several seconds to the point where I was like, Frogurt. <laughs> like, Frogurt almost. And one of them was just like, Froyo, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that, that that's that's a better one. Forgot about <laughs> it for a moment, so that's not relevant to the duff, but an amusing anecdote. It is relevant to yogurt. It is frozen yogurt specifically. Yeah. Um, no, his advice about clothes is what I was saying because I I don't know I like clothes shopping scenes. That's like the makeover part of makeover montages that yeah. I like the most and I was like kind of weird that you're giving bra advice and kind of uh, I don't that know, was just the weirdest thing time. but like I don't know I don't have like being like wear something like this because it will accentuate this part of your body because if like that's all that felt like decent advice like you're not wearing something that fits correctly that's mm -hmm. why like you could look like this I mean obviously physical beauty isn't the be all end all. There are asterisks here. There, there are asterisks <laughs> here, but like if you're like, I want to dress in a more flattering way, I thought that advice that he gave was good. And like, I don't know, clothes shopping is fun. I was just bothered that none of the outfits she tried on felt like real outfits. Mm -hmm. I know that the fun of a trying on outfit montage is to see really funny, ridiculous things the character would never wear. But that was all it was, and I kept expecting there to be something that she took from that store. But then it just turned into like twenty minutes of the Toby mannequin scene. I know it, it wasn't was really twenty long. minutes. So it was long. A it lot. was so long. It was too long. It was too and long. I just the entire time was like, you guys are still in public. Please right, stop. you're in language. <laughs> I know that you are like high schoolers and high schoolers do this, but you are in public. Please stop. Like aside from Caitlin building this randos can just see you and yeah. it's also a place that you could feasibly run into a, a classmate it's yeah. not like a secret and there's like what are you doing people working there yeah, like, yeah, like did nobody come over and be like uh excuse me ma'am we're gonna have to put down that mannequin head and leave the store we have we have to use that we have I, to keep that yeah. the one thing I will say about trying on the different clothes is that I could see Wes being like, you dressed like Wreck-It Ralph, so here's clothes that like regular, not regular people, that sounds bad, uh, people who dress with more popular fashion and some wear. And then, but even then he sees, like she comes out in them and he's making faces and I think that's sort of the like, oh no, none of those look like her. In the same sentence, when he, you gotta dress more like you and he's handing her like, all clothes that, that clothes that are That's very fair. much not hers. He's like, not in love with her yet in different. that moment. Okay, but he's being an idiot still. Yeah. And I don't think that's <laughs> true enough. But I was so hurt by that line because I was like, she's not. She likes overalls. She likes. Yeah. She clearly likes them. And she, and horror movie t-shirts. So let her yeah. wear those things. 
Right. He seemed in some ways like, like aside from all of the points we've just discussed, but Wes did seem kind of like the perfect guy dreamed up by somebody in high school, like the popular football captain who also knows about shopping for bras. Like, he watches a lot of Project Runway. Yeah. It's a great show. It <laughs> is, and four men should be freely open to admitting they watch oh, the project. Absolutely. Right. Just like the seventeen year old author dream. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Wes Wes bothered me at first and in the end also did. <laughs> I mean I didn't like him at all. Oh, this is unrelated to Wes, but we can come back to it. When you were talking about how like, and, and people work at the mall, and you have the chance of, like, running into people. One mm-hmm. thing that I find baffling is the fact that Bianca would just be like, you may know I have a crush on this boy whose name is Toby. Like, telling everyone under the sun. Only my, like, close circle of friends knew the people I liked. And if we referenced them outside, I wasn't just going to be like, oh, you know, I saw Mark and Math today. They, everyone had a code name. <laughs> like maybe that's just me and my group of friends but like everyone had a code name and so we'd be like so mango the other day did this thing <laughs> which like again cringy like 15 year old thing but it's it's wild like, to me that she's like i have a boy or i have a boy i have, I have a crush, boy and a boy his name is toby tucker because i'm like bianca this is the biggest difference between the two of us you would not catch me slipping in public no <laughs> i would love to see more weird 15-year-old cringy stuff like that That's in true. teen movies, as opposed to making out with a mannequin in the middle of the store. We need more things like turning red. <laughs> we need <laughs> more things like turning red. red rolls oh under the bed. David, add turning red to our list. Okay. It's good. It's good. We're moving Especially it because that is a thing where so many comments where people being like, how old is she? Like 12, 13? 13, yeah. yeah. So many people are like, this is not what 13-year-old girls and do. Everybody and was like, everyone no. was like, this is exactly <laughs> what 13-year-old <laughs> girls do. <laughs> like, this is me. And we cringe, but we laugh, mm-hmm. and we remember it fondly. And mm-hmm. we we should have we should have more cringy things. More we should things have like more embarrassing red, things where she's like, so do we think Mango's going to be at the party tonight? <laughs> That's very funny. And her friends can just be like, no one's here. You can say Toby Tucker. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, would have been much better. Would have been much better, especially because my friends and I, we had a journal that we passed notes to each other in. Yeah. And, uh, yeah did but that. sometimes we would occasionally pass it to like a friend who we both knew but was not super close. So part of that was like, should they decide to open it and see? They're not going to get the gossip on <laughs> us. If they, they don't know who yeah. we're talking about. Although, if anyone was like, well, let's look at the people in Kristen's math class. When you're talking about people in a limited population, there's always the chance that That's some deductive reasoning is going to put it together. But I made it more difficult for that. That would be a fun rom-com. I would like that. Do you just have to note that it says, Mango was so dreamy. He did this in class today. And then the rest of the movie is trying to find who Mango is. Not for your purposes. Just to know. Just to know. Somebody write it, stat. ASAP. But then pay us the money. Yeah. For thinking of the idea. Yeah. And the funny thing is that Mango was an actual code name. It wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't just me thinking of a word. Mango was a person. Was his name Eric? 
I'm not going to say on a podcast. Okay. <laughs> this person what? will never listen to this. <laughs> but in case they do, we're not saying it. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep that code of silence. Gotta keep that <laughs> code of silence, and then you should bleep out whatever she says next. Life is just one journal past. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships you make along the way, and the code names that follow it. <laughs> yeah. So that's Wes. That, oh, that's Wes. Yeah, we didn't quite circle back to Wes. Um, he has a go. tragic backstory in air quotes because his parents apparently fight a lot and are getting a divorce. He, he hopes, hopes so. so. Okay. He hopes so. And, like, that was sad, seeing him come from that family background. But it was one scene. One and scene. it didn't inform... We sympathize with him. ...anything else. So I was like, the movie's telling me we sympathize with him instead of putting him in a situation Is where I sympathize with him. Yes, it's just telling yes. me. It's just you don't telling sympathize with him point. when he's answering the door all frustrated? You don't... Your heart doesn't go out to Wes? Not really. He didn't see that scene and then think, man, if I was on Think Rock, I also would have made out with him. <laughs> I mean, like, that's the natural path. I think he's really cute. Yes. Yeah. Congratulations. Fun fact! Robbie Amell is cousin of Stephen Amell, who plays... I forgot the person's name, but... <laughs> <laughs> an interesting But on the, on the show Arrow, he's the main guy. The actor's name is Stephen Amell. I've never seen him. Oh, well... Main guy. <laughs> so cousin. Is, is Arrow Green Arrow? Yeah. I like the Green Arrow. As a concept. I never read the comics. <laughs> or I watched the shows. I'm I just think, like Green Arrow, Robin Hood. Yeah. I think he's the Green Arrow. I didn't watch okay. the show Arrow either. The story is worse than Lord but did you ever see the Disney Channel? Technically, it looks like a Canadian Disney Channel show that sometimes U.S. <laughs> Disney Channel would show. Life with Derek. Wes was on Life with Derek. He played Max. <laughs> he plays Max. Uh, he was Derek's best friend who was okay. dating Casey. I remember nothing about Life with Derek except you know the name is. Life with Derek. And I was like, Derek. Derek. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so that's that. Speaking of Casey. Casey. And also Jess. And also Jess. Because they are sort of one entity. Isn't everyone always talking about Jess and Casey anyway? Yeah. Yeah. So, so should we. So should we. Why, why is Bianca friends with them? I don't know. Sometimes you just like you get friends. You get friends. You get friends. <laughs> you become friends with someone. Tell me more. <laughs> you become friends with someone, and I don't know. You just you stick together, even though maybe your interests may change. Yeah. Also, it seems like they have a solid enough friend group. Like they are there and supportive of her when she explains to them at the end her thought process. And I do like the moment, too, where Madison gives Jess and Casey the invites and then not one to Bianca. And then uh, Casey just, like, rips it in half and is like, there we go. Problem mm-hmm. solved. solved. And, I don't know. Obviously, the, the focus of the story is on Bianca and Wes, so we don't get to see as much of their friendship 
It's true. But sometimes you can be friends with people who have different interests than you. Uh, For example, David, you hate this movie. Yes, <laughs> I do. We are friends. There we go. There you go. I agree, and I liked that the main characters were friends who weren't necessarily into all the same things, but I still didn't really get the impression they were friends. I mean, they all were on a newspaper together, I think. Was yeah. That it? yeah, they were all newspaper together. They were walking down the I liked the together. moment. Um, I thought the their party. scenes were fine when they like hung out or whatever. They clearly like got along. So I guess I didn't need a scene where they bonded over a common interest. But I guess I wanted to see them like recite an inside joke or yeah. or go to like their favorite hangout spot or something. Not um, the budget house. Have one. It was eight million dollars. <laughs> An extra site for a hangout spot would be an extra three million dollars <laughs> for a Starbucks. For yes. a Starbucks. Um, they could have all they could have all gone to Think Rock. Think Rock could have been a mutual. They had there. a full mall. They did have a full mall, but no Starbucks. I was sort of it wasn't yeah. in the mall. Bianca felt a little bit. I don't know. She felt a little bit like me in high school, except that, like, except that I had friends from, like, different groups where it was, like, I wouldn't hang out with the stoner kids, but there was one stoner kid I liked, (laughs) and I would be friends with him, and, like, the two of us would hang out, and then, like, they're band geeks. There was, like, one band kid that I was friends with, who I had been friends with for a long time, and, like, we would hang out, but... I wasn't really friends with the rest of that friend group. And it felt sort of like that kind of situation, except that she only had the two friends. Like, <laughs> and like, it felt like she was somebody who would like peel off and be like, oh, I know Toby because he's he's in a band with this other guy who I've known for a while or whatever. As it's opposed like, to Bianca and Jess knowing Toby through like shared, like they were in yeah. drama class together or something. Yeah. So Toby said. Allegedly. Do we trust him? I know. <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> but I can't think of a reason for him to lie. But even then, I don't I know. I do not think he's smart enough to, One, think, of, <laughs> to think of a cover-up One, that would have been... There would have been too many characters. If they're like, oh, by the way, here are three of Bianca's other friends. I mean, <laughs> just no, don't like, talk about. I agree. And like, then two... Again, because I was just this shy, awkward kid, most of my crushes in high school were not people I talked to, which is probably slightly embarrassing. But so it, it seems completely feasible that she just had this crush on Toby who she didn't talk to. Didn't seem like they had a class together. The just crush. whatever, because I'm like, relatable content right there. I mean, my crush was whatever. I just, I just. She seemed to be friendlier with Wes in the beginning, even though they were actively antagonistic with each other. Because he came up and said something. Like, they had a banter going. They grew up together. Yeah, they grew up together. So, I don't know. They already had so much more chemistry together than she had with either of her friends. That's true. That I was just like... But she says that she hates him. And of course I was like, okay, so he's the love interest. Because that's how these movies go. Which is not a bad thing. Ridiculity does not make a movie bad. Nor do tropes. It's just that... 
don't know. Because we could she like, wasn't in an enemies to lovers arc with her friends, <laughs> so that's why they didn't have the same banter. Well, it, I didn't need banter necessarily. I needed the banter convinced me that actually they liked each other and they were on the same wavelength, even though he was a football jock and she was a horror movie nerd. What about when she was at her house with Justin Casey and they're talking about the party and then they're like, oh, but she wouldn't want to go to that. Like, because they were like, Toby's going to be there. Like, she wouldn't care that Toby's there. That seemed very like, ha ha, I know my friend and her crush on Toby. (laughs) I know these. I know know these facts. Her defining characteristic. Manipulate. I mean, yeah, that was something. Yeah. They also kind of disappear after the big social media defriending scene. That's because she was his friend with her. Right, but like, there wasn't even like a, there there wasn't even much of like seeing them and being like, oh, mm, like making faces, like oh, I don't like them. There's like one scene where she sees them and kind of turns away from them, but like, that scene know. where the video comes out and then they're like, just take it down. That's true, and then Casey hacks the internet. Yeah, as the, <laughs> the, the YouTube. As the teens do. No viral. That's what she said when she typed it in. Yeah, what she should have said. Hashtag. No viral. Oh, I had a I have a random question of the week because yeah. I started doing that. Um, so speaking of social medias, are there genres of YouTube videos or TikToks or whatever that you will always watch if they come across your feed? Anything like, with a cute animal. Yeah. I'm not gonna say no to that. Like for me, I've noticed I will always watch your complicated Rube Goldberg contraption. Like, <laughs> I saw I one. Those. I saw one the other day that went from like it started with him like shooting a basket in his driveway, and it went like from the house out into the yard, and then like way back into the woods. It was like this. The whole video was like three minutes long. It was just like so many. Here's a thing, and the basketball falls, and then there's like a football, and like there's all this. It it was just so many. I was like. Yes. <laughs> Show me more of these. I do not have the patience for those. And I just think, like, this probably took you so long to set up. And it was, it's over It soon must enough. have taken, like, weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and then I just sit there, and I'm like, three minutes of watching a ball roll. Cool. <laughs> no, I will. Like, I'll watch your cute animal videos most of the time. Usually. But not always. Sometimes I'll see one and be like, mm. I don't know. What I'm trying to think of is, because I tend to have my phone on silent most of the time, and so if a video pops up, even if people are talking, the nice thing is that, especially with TikTok, it's it, people often just put the words on the screen. They mm-hmm. love it. Very helpful for people who cannot hear and people who just don't want to turn the volume up and bother people. Um, I'm trying to think, though, because I tend to do that, but there are occasionally videos where I'm like, Okay, what's going on? Even if I can see the words, I'm like, I need to hear this full story. But I can't think Hmm. of what videos I do that for. I just know that every now and then there's one that gets me where I'm like, all right, back to the beginning. There was, um, I sent Kristen a video of a bat swimming. So cute. Swimming bat. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, very pretty. Yeah. I'm going to bring it up. Anyways, we'll watch we'll watch swimming bats. That is a, that is the genre I'll watch. Hallie, are there any favorite YouTube slash TikToks? I will stop 
for just about any animatic that puts different characters with quotes from other TV shows. Like a very popular one is the Parks and Rec Who Broke the Coffee Pot sketch. But they'll put characters from like other IPs into that thing. And they're very funny if they're two IPs that I enjoy. Okay. I also like classic animatics to the twos, as the kids call them. <laughs> Music is what other people call it. <laughs> I've heard of it. I like anim- I like animatics. But there's one that I... I don't actually know why I stopped the first time, but it's my favorite. We'll play it after this. It's, it's the... It's like, what if my girlfriend was a worm? <laughs> <laughs> and because I love did it you so see? much it is the gold standard now for any Vine slash TikTok slash whatever but did you see on Twitter for a while people someone was just and then they tweeted like would you still love me if I was a worm and then it just became a thing where all these like boyfriends were like god they just keep asking me if I would love them if they were a worm <laughs> and so this is a video in response to it but there's a little duck go swim swim it does like oh, a, so this one you've decided to wireless network. I did not want to. It does like a like a breaststroke. I just like that you can yeah, see his little legs. legs. You can see his muscles in his shoulders he too. He's got such big shoulder muscles. Yeah. He's so he's strong. a swimmer, that's why. Yeah. He's very strong. It's from all the all that flapping. Did you know that Michael Phelps saw a video of a bat swimming <laughs> and that's what made him want to become a swimmer? That sounds legit. I have a friend whose birthday. <laughs> I don't want to respond or think about it. Because <laughs> I don't know. You want to believe I'm wrong, but sometimes I'm right. I don't know about this one though. But you're not confident enough to weigh in. Twitter. <laughs> is, is this true? Michael Phelps' backstory true? <laughs> Michael, if you're listening, tell me. I have a friend from college whose birthday is the exact same day and year as Michael Phelps. That's crazy. He thinks about it oh, <laughs> in, in regards to his own life every now and then, just comparing We're trajectories. <laughs> I'm going to try to guess what month I think Michael Phelps' birthday is and what does he look like? He looks kind of like a swimmer. Either a March or a May, one of the M's. He looks like a chameleon. Kind of does. I'm so scared. I'm gonna, I gotta commit to one though. I'll say May. May? And you're gonna say? January. June 30th. I was closer! Okay, but mine started with a J. But you were... Five months off, and I was one month off. Zero letters. January and June (laughs) have the same letters. You can't spell January without (laughs) June. (laughs) That is how the old folk song goes. (laughs) He was born in January. 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 It sounds like a Phineas and Ferb thing. Um, 
cute animals, though. Like I said, not like I said, but many weeks ago, the, the like, beaver. What was it who had the carrots? Yeah. Yeah. Just a block away. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Um, a classic is when the penguin falls. <laughs> <laughs> and all the other penguins go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it? I think I have. <laughs> it sounds familiar. Why are you laughing so hard? <laughs> like, eh. like, I imagine them all doing that hand motion, but with their little flippers, so it's not a good gesture at all. saw a video the other day of a, of a guy who was like hitting his friend because his friend was holding his cat and they were seeing the cat defend the human yeah. and he made a very scary cat noise and I was like the cat loves his human so much he's <laughs> protecting him like a Digimon would my exact thoughts were like a Digimon would I bet they were did you know there's a cat Digimon called Gatomon because Gato is the original cat. It is. As someone who took three years of Spanish, I'm very fluent. <laughs> La pastelleria. Cake shop. Yeah. 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 Los, chichor Los chicharrones. Pork rinds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know some Spanish words. Lapis. A lapis is a pencil. Yeah. See? We are so fluent. Malaita. <laughs> just sound like you, Malaita. as a British person, being like, see Malaita. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I hate that so much? I hate it so Back to the 
it though. Why didn't you like it, Hallie? Was there like a specific thing where you're like, it lost me. It had me, but it lost me. Um, and then also, what are things that you did like? Dating uh, characters. I just felt like... The movie committed only to things that I didn't like. Such as? Such as the scene that was so long with her making out with the mannequin. Yes. I was like, this is where our humor energies are going. Like, other parts of the movie were, like, perfectly fine. I enjoyed the line, I would bang her, but I wouldn't be happy about it. <laughs> that, that was humorous. Like, there were the occasional odd lines that I enjoyed. But, like, when the movie really devoted itself full to humor, it was bad. And I didn't care for it. Um, I don't like the concept of a duck. And the movie didn't, like it doubled down and committed to labels aren't important, just be yourself at the end, which is not true, yes, sure, but hokey, not what this audience is here for, also not even effective in dismantling the idea of a duff. Like, I guess if you're going to use the word duff and that concept in this kind of a movie, I wanted to see more of a breakdown of the concept that wasn't just people at the end being like, I'm a duff, which was maybe me expecting too much to be like, let's dismantle this social concept. Perhaps that's me with expectations that are too high. But but Wes also never like apologized for that. Like he ne he he was really mean at that party. And I know that they're mean to each other, but that was crossing the line from like facetious locker bickering to I am I am actively doubling down on calling you this duff because you are not as pretty as your friends. And that was just shitty. Even though yeah, they, they end up together. Like even though they end up together, it didn't feel like Wes learned a lesson about superficiality, which also may have been hokey, but could, but the movie could have benefited from I think they tried to walk it back, you know, the next day when she's yeah. not talking to him in science. And he's like, why are you so mad? And she's like, you called me ugly and fat. And he's like, no, it's just a catch-all. It's stuck. And I'm like, but you still can apologize for hurting her feelings. That is a man's walk back. Yes. And I feel like the man who wrote the movie feels like that was an adequate enough walk back when it is not. The other thing, you guys at the end of the movie were both like, can tell that was written by a man at the very corny line where she's like, aren't you going to get the crown? He's like, no, I'm going to get the girl. Except the thing is that I am a dumb, hopeless romantic. <laughs> so I'm like, it's so cheesy, but I'm so here for it. And you guys were both like, written by a man. And I'm like, can we have fun here? <laughs> can we have fun, guys? We can have fun. Can we? We should. We should. With rom-coms! Which I love. There, there are, I mean, there's at least one rom-com that I like. Which is? When Harry Met Sally. Oh, classic. There's at least, there's at least one. I've seen that one. I'm just going to pull out all my favorite rom-coms and be like, watch these. <laughs> well, okay, so it's not like I didn't have fun during the Duff, but like High School Musical, fun ride from start to finish. Like High School Musical knows what it's about and it's so earnest and it doubles down on all of the fun, stupid high school like status quo things that like 
I have fun when I'm in that, but the duck wasn't as charming in its earnestness. I'm just for me. shocked that it's a four for you. Yeah, it was not very high. It's like, like didn't you give that god awful movie David <laughs> Holy Motors? Yeah, I did like Holy Motors before? more than this. Yes. Yes. That is a crime. <laughs> like, like, because here's the thing. Point again, for I, don't, I don't expect you to enjoy. Sorry for calling a movie god awful. Uh, <laughs> um, Emotions are I don't tonight. expect you to make this like your new favorite rom com. Good. But I thought it had enough fun moments that it would at least. Hold at a five, which you said was baseline neutral, but you're saying this was actually more of an. It went down. Even as you were like, I didn't. Uh, I had, bleh, 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 bleh. Even <laughs> as you were like, I had fun watching the movie, you still apparently hated it while yes. watching it, which is incorrect because it's a very enjoyable movie, actually. So says David. I wish it had yellow lockers. When I really so is. Biked up the review I, for me. Yeah. I just. I liked all her little one-liners. I know you said that you thought she was mean, but I thought it was funny. I mean, when I like when she asked him for help and he said no, and she's like, "Enjoy intramural weed golf this season." I thought it was. I mean, so like I didn't think those were the parts, ironically, where I thought she was less mean because it was clearly to someone she had that kind of relationship with, so that kind of bickering was like was precedented. But like, oh, she's very present with like. Everybody else, and also, oh, how so? I thought it said also, and then you're like, continue. (laughs) No, how so? Like, um, because I feel like the only time she was like more aggressive was with one with Les, who she already has the bickering thing with, and he insulted her, so it makes even more sense for her to be angry. And then she did have the thing where she was like fighting with her friends, so she clearly was like going through something, and I also kind of liked the way that they mentioned all the social medias in that thing, like unfriending. But you said that she was mean, and I was like, when? Cite your sources. Oh, God, I have to rewatch it again. Um, and you would have fun. It'd bring it up to um, a five. I guess, I don't know, maybe my initial impression was wrong, but I was getting very, I'm too cool for this vibes from her. Too cool for what? And popularity, but I think maybe the text doesn't actually back that up, so I don't know why I got those vibes. Patriarchy. Patriarchy, unfortunately. I think you just regressed. <laughs> I really do like Mae Whitman, though. Mae Whitman's great, and I think she has good, good like energy. Like I think yeah. a lot of the humor just it just doubles down on things that I don't think are that funny. There are plenty of times when she's awkward, where I'm like, this movie didn't have to write that line in as awkward. It didn't have to be played out this way. This could have just been spoken and been much, much funnier if it wasn't accompanied by May doing this all the time. The listeners can't see. But if you, you watch the Dossie, I don't know. I don't, I can't articulate it. So women are allowed, aren't allowed to express things <laughs> as they talk. And if we gesture, we are taken less seriously. I thought it was hokey and not funny. 
but I also really love things that are over the top. So maybe this is just me being sexist. I don't know. I feel like you decided early on that you didn't like it or you weren't going to have fun. No, I wanted to have fun because of the yellow lockers on the screen and they weren't in the movie and I But was I feel sad. like something early on in the movie happened and you were like, hmm, not my, not my scene. Like the Toby mannequin thing that was, that went on too long. It was, it was maybe kind of funny at first. first. That was not half a good movie. Um, third of the way? Probably a third. Okay. But it went on too long. I'm not a fan, but it had other funny moments, but I feel like it just had one thing that it fell short for for you. And then you said, well, that's it. David, you weren't going to like this ever. No, because I enjoy a good rom-com slash high school thing. David, not as much good rom-com as you, but I do enjoy them. So I didn't make. I didn't. I did like Crazy Stupid. That one's a good one. Um, See, like I like things and have fun. It's just that this movie didn't feel well intentioned enough for me to have fun. Well, I feel like you get a movie like Crazy Stupid Love, which is very like smartly written, which makes it sound like I'm insulting the duff. But it's like, I don't know, I feel like there are movies that just appeal to a larger audience Mm. for reasons that I can't put into words. I don't expect the duff to reach most people. In fact, I was surprised that you said it was a box office success. I want that for the movie. But I remember thinking that I only saw like a couple promos for it no one else I knew was like, let's go see this movie. I, and like, I would mention it to people and they were like, what's that? It's not even like, oh, I saw the trailer and it doesn't look good. They just didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was advertised well. And then, as I mentioned to you guys when we watched it, um, I think it had a lot of backlash because it is called The Duff, which stands for Designated Ugly Fat Friend. And then they had Mae Whitman on the cover and people rightfully so were like, Mae Whitman does not fall into this category. Really, we shouldn't categorize anyone as this, but like, Mae Whitman but is that, a delight. And I'm like, if you like, watch the movie, you would see that they address it. But surface level from that, it feels like reinforcement of completely bonkers patriarchal bullshit and and feminine beauty standards that, that are not what they're on the table. No, it is. But like, it feels like. I know the movie walks it back with that one line, but I guess as a whole, it doesn't feel like it is respecting the connotations that it's invoking. <laughs> respecting the connotations that it's invoking. We're watching. I said. I know that I said. I school <laughs> some some quotes from critics again if you would like to throw some of those into yeah, the Yeah, maybe they'll say my point and then I can just be like there <laughs> <good words." laughs> that's what I meant Roger Ebert thank you <laughs> Roger Ebert actually loved this he gave it four and a half stars there is a review from rogerebert.com by Christy Lemire mm-hmm. one of the things she said was Whitman displays flawless comic timing and consistently makes inspiring choices in terms of delivery, reaction, 
and even the slightest facial expression. She shines confidently in a self-deprecating role, and it's irresistible. Made women did a great stars. job. Yeah, like, like that. Yeah, she did have very good body language and facial expressions, and like I said, it just felt genuine. Because, like, thinking specifically of the scene when they're at the food court, and Wes is like, why don't you go walk over to that guy and say, like, hey, I saw you from across the room, and I thought, whatever he says, whatever BS thing Wes comes up with. And she sort of looks at him and is like, have you met me? I couldn't get through two words of that. Because I feel like some cliche e like, I feel like if it was, I don't know, it, it seems very easy for someone to have more of, like, an over dramatic reaction or like some sort of like not over dramatic because he said anything like big that you have a big reaction to but just sort of like literally facially being like eyebrows way up or like some sort of big scrunch thing but I just yeah. liked her very subtle like have you met me I couldn't get through two words of that because that felt very genuine to how people react to things mm-hmm. and it seemed like something because there's some rom-coms that I don't know Rom-coms are also hard because everyone has different ideas of what they want. They all have different ideas of a leading man. And so you have to try to make things that other people relate to without alienating another group. Um, And then there are some rom-coms that, like, just don't float your boat. And there's no real reason. I remember when Letters to Juliet came out. (laughs) Letters Lots to of Juliet. people were like, that was so fun. And I saw it and was like, eh, maybe fine. Mm-hmm. And I can't articulate why, and now it's been too long for me to attempt it, uh, too long since I've seen it. But rom-coms are tricky. So I think a lot of times, too, you can even like rom-coms, and it's not that the movie did anything wrong, but you're just like, not my rom-com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can, not your energy. I can see that. How do, you, how do you feel about this quote from Amy Nicholson of LA Weekly, who gave the film a C, saying, The Duff doesn't seem to know what its point actually is. It's pro-self-acceptance and also pro-makeover. It's about liking yourself and how you'd like yourself better with a boyfriend. I disagree with it. Because it's not pro-makeover. Because as she stated, doesn't do anything. she doesn't do anything. And even makes the point of being like, it's just me in a dress. And thought it was going to be a big transformation, but it's not. And also would be better with a boyfriend. It's not saying that her life would be better with a boyfriend. She's trying to make herself seem... It's hard to phrase in a way that doesn't sound like I'm agreeing with the person. (laughs) But I, I don't because she's not like, my life would be better if I had a boyfriend. She's saying, I like Toby. How do I make him notice me instead of my friends? Which, you know, has other things, yeah. other layers to it. But I don't agree with the specific points that she made. I agree that that comment slash review is superficial even though it does bug me that at the end she's like none of these things matter when she has attained popularity through the homecoming article and dating the football jock she had not yet attained popularity with the homecoming article she was not yet dating the jock 
But like, but like, if you're talking about the dance, or if you're talking about after the ending montage when she, because it's narrating, you know, it's narrating like the homecoming article, but that's meant to be like the movie wrapping itself up with her saving her lesson. But it also didn't seem like she like attained popularity. People are like, oh, nice article, but that doesn't mean that those people are suddenly your friends. I'm a deaf. Like, I'm a deaf. I can read an article that some one of my classmates wrote and be like, hey, well done, Janet. But I'm not suddenly like besties with Janet. But are you saying, wow, I'm a duck. Like, are you taking How is that gaining popularity for Janet? Because everybody knows who she is and is agreeing with the point. Those are not... Yeah, that's like spreading notoriety and then she like beat Madison or whatever. I think it's implied that her popularity has has boosted. I don't think I think maybe people are more aware of saying hi also to Bianca instead of just Jess and Casey. But I don't I don't know. I it seems like a thing where like, yeah, maybe this comes out and people are like, Hey, good article. Come back to school a month later, see if anything changes. But but then they're like I think she suddenly has more viral viral. And her article goes... That's about the article. That's not about the person. But she's the writer of the article, and it's a personal piece about what homecoming means to her. That just feels like if you write a viral article, there is some level about popularity in terms of literally just people being aware of you and talking about you, then yes, she gained popularity. But I feel like if we're talking about popularity in terms of like actually gained friends and has a like longer lasting, like noticeably higher social status, okay, I but feel like, like that's not what Like happened. Madison is popular and she has one friend and it's Cynthia? Was that her name? Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's like... And it doesn't matter if she's going to college anyway in the senior year she ends, but like it feels like almost the equivalent of winning homecoming queen or something. To me it does. I disagree with the reviewer's words. I kind of understand the sentiment and wish a different person who was smarter than me could put it in the words I want to say. Not that one. There's another review I could read. Do it. Okay. Anne Hornaday of the Washington Post gave the film zero stars out of four. (laughs) Harsh. Damn, not even one. Saying, what might have been a frank portrayal of high school culture and challenges ends up veering between being either too cynically hypersexual or preachy. They're not completely wrong about, like, weirdly hypersexual or preachy. That's, that's I can get that closer to why I didn't like it, but even I gave it four out of ten. Like even David gave it three out of ten. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> Zero is. Zero I haven't read the entire. Harsh. I haven't read the entire. Uh, Zero was like you have to hate every single every single thing. moment. I feel like at least one star is sort of a like May Whitman shined, but had a subpar plot or something Zero's but like, like hangover. Zero's yeah. just everything was bad and I don't think this movie deserved it. I'm obviously very biased yeah. but the the title for that article is A Rare Zero Stars for the Duff 
thanks to grating heroine Draggy Tone. I did, I did not, not think she was grating. I didn't find Bianca grating either. Hmm. I like Bianca, yeah, but I think, again, I do love myself and Bianca, <laughs> so I'm also biased. <laughs> I think most of my three stars out of ten go to Mae Whitman because I thought she did a two point eight of them. Yes. The other point two is yeah. I would have liked this movie Sometimes. less if not for Mae Whitman as well. She really stole the show. Mm-hmm. A lot of She's, there yeah. are a lot of reviews. I'll end on a a positive review. Review. Um, well, that's actually not a positive one. <laughs> <laughs> it said it starts with Mae Whitman is the best thing here, and the funny actress deserves better material. <laughs> but like, yeah, there's a lot of. Mae Whitman reveals herself to be one of the funniest actresses of her generation in a spot-on and endlessly quotable take on teenage drums in, tw- in 2015. That is so aggressively a middle-aged D- Nobody has D-R-A-M-Z. ever used the word drums. Oh, God. D-R-A-M-Z. I hope that he, like, or she, who wrote this? Inku Kang of The Rap. Uh, I hope that they have a, like, teen in their life who they showed this to and like, hey, Katie, do the kids say drums? Yeah? Okay. And then they put, like, Katie's just pulling their parents' leg. Yeah. Katie's like, wow, <laughs> this looks really silly now. You Like, LOL, you made you look like a fool. <laughs> the way that teens do. No, no said drums. literal gangsters. I've never heard anybody. Literally no one. No. Or if they do, it's like, I, I just haven't heard it. But even if someone did, I can't imagine they would be genuinely abbreviating it. They would be like obnoxiously over abbreviating yeah. things. The other day, I abbreviated pasta to sta. sta. Because sometimes I have to call pizza za. Yeah. As people do. As people and do. then I got annoyed that you couldn't do it with pasta because it just sounds <laughs> bad. And I was like, I'm going to have some of that sweet sta. And it didn't work. But even then, I knew I was being dumb. Does this person know? I'm sorry if you are the author of this. <laughs> we all make mistakes. Drums. Drums. Um, but sum up, I enjoy this movie, and I think they're too mean to it. But I respect that it is not for everyone. Yeah. It holds a 73% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, which is... Not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. 56 out of 100 on Metacritic. Mixed to average reviews. Not for everyone. Not for everyone. Is for Kristen. Is for Kristen. Is aggressively for Kristen. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Should we talk about it next time? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Once upon a time, there was an angry raccoon named Ratchet. Ratchet lived in a tree, and the tree was his only friend. One day, after being bombarded, Ratchet's not his name, is it? I don't know. It's close. I haven't seen the movie. It's close, I bet. Don't know what it is. One day, after being bombarded with gamma rays, the tree came to life and began talking to Ratchet. The tree's name was Groot, and that was the one word it could say. Now that Groot was alive, Ratchet decided to get him a job at the space station where he worked, protecting the galaxy from evil aliens that resembled Norse gods for some reason. (laughs) The two of them and their other co-workers... Jimmy, Green Lady, and Barbarella were soon sent on a special mission to the Norse people's home planet of Asgard, which is where our movie takes place. 
because next time we're watching Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't know anything about it. The raccoon might not even be in this one, but I thought he was. I thought there was a raccoon. Yeah, Ratchet's in this one. Yeah. Ratchet raccoon. Ratchet raccoon. Yeah, it? That's what people call him. Yeah. Yeah. I should have a tattoo of Ratchet raccoon. You have a tattoo? Yeah. Where? Shoulder. <laughs> Which one? This one. <laughs> Good choice. I can't show you because I have a big old turtleneck on. So <laughs> that's the real hindrance here. Yeah. Great. Guardians. Guardians. Of the galaxy. Of the galaxy. Yeah. I don't know why I feel bad. <laughs> I don't know why that was real. <laughs> Guardians, you will like more than the duh. Okay. I don't I can, know how much more, but, but I can be confident in that. You'll yeah. like more than the duh. Great. But this is a real, for the listeners, I, Kristen seems to think David will not like it. Yes. I think that he will, but I'm not confident enough to stake my life on it. So this is a yeah. really interesting Yeah. Listen and weigh in. Knowing David after seventy something episodes. Yeah. Um, do you think he will like Guardians of the Galaxy? Please tell us. Yeah. We will put a poll on Twitter. Please yeah. tell us. I will I will remember to do that. Because this comes at the end of the episode, yeah. and I will <laughs> finish editing it and uh, put that poll up on Twitter and see. We'll uh, we'll see what you all think about it. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't actually. I really, truly like. I I think there's a raccoon in it. I'm pretty sure Groot's there. I I don't know anything about the Ratchet plot. Yeah, best friends. Besties for the resty. Yeah. The That's besty right. name is Gratchet. <laughs> Fruit. Yeah. Fruit. Uh, oh my god, no, it should be Groot because he's a tree. <laughs> I just. I'm agreeing. <laughs> I sounded like you were taking it like, like Froger. <laughs> I was like, no one already exists. I just said it. Alright. That's for next time. So until then. So long, Kristen. So long, David. Goodbye, Hallie. Farewell, David. And good night, listeners. Or good morning. <laughs> Whenever you're. We don't discriminate by time zone. Yeah. Good time. <laughs> good time. <laughs> good day. It might not be day, so we just say good time. <laughs> good zone. Talk to you later. <laughs> Hopefully not in that. <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know if this was a bird. Malaya. <laughs> <laughs>